Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You want sharp NFL insight? We got a guy. Rostradamus is here. Joining us from the ringer, Raheem Palmer on In The Zone. All he does is work out and pick winners. We need some winners here. Who better to go to? I keep jumping the gun on this. What's wrong with me over here? Reem Palmer, I get too excited to talk to uh, our guy from the ringer, at IamRostradamus on Twitter for all of his betting insights. Raheem, welcome to the show. How was your solo Vegas Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. I had some duck. You know, like it's probably a goat move replacing um, turkey with duck because it's just it's so much more moist. I like turkey, but duck is really where it's at. And then I had some rice. I had some some clams, I had some broccoli, um, I even had a little Vivo Quico, so it was a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're just letting the ducks ride out there because they're uh, they're they're probably the most delicious of all of the fowl that are out there. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. <laughs> that was a goat move, no doubt about that. So do you find, in general, and I ask this question for very personal reasons, is it tough this time of year for a sports better that really wants to have their hand in the pot pay attention to all the movement and the games as they go on, especially if you're live betting or anything like that. Is it tough this time of year because of family obligations and gatherings? And it's, you know, it's hard to live bet when grandma's uh, on the couch with you, that kind of thing. Um, you know, for me, I, I kind of have a small family. It's, it's really just me, my mom, my uncle. My sister comes over sometimes. My sister's like 15 years older than me. So I've always felt like the only child. So a lot of times, you know, I'm, you know, I'm watching the game and then I'm, they know they have the game on for me and stuff like that. Cause I always been like a big sports fan even before I was that. So, um, it's not really too much of a distraction for me. Um, I think it will be in the years to come as like I start to build my own family and, you know, have kids and stuff like that. I think I'll, you know, probably start to, you know, kind of take off or, you know, just place my best in and then not worry about the live bet and stuff like that. Yes, having a three-year-old, it definitely adds a uh, a layer of, of difficulty when when trying to keep up with stuff. Uh, interesting NBA games tonight. The Celtics have been blowing everybody out. They are eight-and-a-half-point favorites against the Heat tonight. I think the line has actually moved down. It was nine-and-a-half early today. Uh, I like the Celtics tonight. The Heat have been struggling. No Jimmy Butler. How do you see it with this one? I mean, the, the Heat have an injury list longer than Manu Bowl at this point. So, <laughs> like, I think the only way you can go is go to Celtics. But, I mean, Jalen Brown is questionable for this matchup. But you, you're looking at this um, Heat team. I mean, everybody's out. I mean, Tyler Harrell is questionable. Um, game time decision. Um, Martin's game time decision. Max Truss's game time decision. You have, like, they're – entire roster almost on the injury report and this Celtics um, offense has to skip the beat no matter who's in the lineup. So I think there's only one way you can look at the Celtics because right now, I mean, they're playing like one of the greatest teams of all time. How do you handicap the Timberwolves without Carl Anthony Towns? They'll have their first game at home as underdogs tonight without Towns in the lineup. Um, I, mean, I think this is a tough one uh, because I think the, the issue with the Timberwolves, and I mean, 
you can't really play Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert together. I mean, you, you always have one of those guys in space, and teams are basically saying, look, we're just going to put those guys in space, and we're going to pass it around, we're going to push the pace and hit open threes. And you have those guys in space, they can't defend quicker guards. So you saw that the other night against the Wizards. So in this game against the Grizzlies, it's a tough one just because I just I have my rights with the Grizzlies right now. I mean, obviously they're still missing Desmond Bain, but I mean the Grizzlies are a much better team. Um, they should be able to get it done here tonight, but I don't know if I'm going to be on it. So the Magic are plus six tonight with a returning backcourt. Markel Fultz in the lineup for the first time this year. Cole Anthony's back, so that'll help. Going up against the talented Hawks team, is there value on the Magic at home tonight? I definitely think there is. Um, you know, this Hawks team has just really been frustrating. They're very inconsistent. Like, unlike years past, this is not a team who, you know, is going to go out there and light things up offensively. I think last year they were about second in offensive rating around this time. This year they're just 22nd in offensive rating, scoring 110 points for one of the possessions. And, you know, this Magic team, they have a lot of length, and they can get, they can cause a lot of problems for this, this Hawks team. So I do like them plus six. I, I think there is some value there. We're talking to Raheem Palmer, betting analyst from The Ringer. You can catch his Ringer gambling show, the Philly Special, uh, all kinds of insights on the uh, variety of podcasts Raheem Palmer involved with. Thursday night football sees the Patriots at home against the Buffalo Bills. Divisional home dogs. That's a responsible move if you go that route. I thought about pulling the trigger. I haven't yet uh, because betting against the Bills can be tough, and it's really no fun when you're not on the Josh Allen side of things. Where do you fall on this game? So it appears that the sharp money has come on in the wing on Patriots, but I'm just not buying it. I mean, when you look at Josh Allen, his last five games against the Patriots, He's won 24-21, And, you know, those were two of the best EPA performances by QB in, in those games, um, the last two games in which he played. Um, the, the wild card game, which they blew them out, 47-17, um, and then the week um, 16 game last year. The one thing about Bill Belichick is he truly struggled with mobile quarterbacks. Um, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. You go back to Dak Prescott and Colin Kaepernick. He cannot, for whatever reason, his defense struggles against those mobile quarterbacks. And to me, I haven't seen anything that has shown us that the Patriots can stop Josh Allen. So, uh, like, I'd really like, I'd really like the Bills in this game. And then when you look at the other side of the ball, Mac Jones, he played really well last week. But that was against the Minnesota Vikings defense, which is a 23rd in defensive DVOA, 22nd in pressure rate. Now they got to play a Buffalo defense, even though they're missing Von Miller. They're still third in defensive DVOA, and they're eighth in pressure rate. So I just think they're going to be able to cause some problems for Mac Jones. And I just think on the other side of the ball, when you got Josh Allen, who is mobile, like like you look at Lamar Jackson and you look at Justin Fields, they had a hundred, they rushed for 107 yards and 82 yards respectively. And in those games, they scored 37 and 33 points. So the only game in which we've seen Bill Belichick beat their flow. Josh Allen down was that win eight game in Buffalo last year where I mean Buffalo lost fourteen and ten. But outside of that, I just I, I like the Bills in this match. I think they actually go out there and take them into the deep waters and drown them. However, there is a slight concern with the Bills. Apparently, there's some there's a flu bug going around, mm. so I think you want to monitor that. 
but I, I'm probably going to be on the Bills tomorrow, big. Well, I'm glad that I did not uh, take a position on that already because I think I agree with everything you just said. The Dolphins and the 49ers, that line keeps moving. I saw the Dolphins at – I actually got the Dolphins at plus three – early this week, then it shot up to plus four and a half, probably should have waited, didn't realize there'd be that kind of movement, but what's causing the line movement, and, and where do you land on this game? So, initially, I like the Dolphins, but when you look at this Dolphins team, they really haven't played a ton of good defenses last, um, recently. I mean, I know they, they haven't lost a two out there, but, I mean, you look at during this winning streak, they had the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, the Texans. These um, EPA pass defenses are 29th. Nice. Oh, actually, they played the Steelers as well um, without T.J. Watt. Those defenses are 29th, 19th, 32nd, 18th, and 24th. So this will be the best defense that they've ever played. However, <laughs> the one thing I will say is that, you know, Kyle Shanahan, as a favorite, he really hasn't done too well at all. I mean, like, this is, this is a guy who you want to back as an underdog, but as a favorite, he's really struggled. So... This is a real tough matchup for me, just because I just like I just think the four nines have some some advantages here, especially with Teron Armstead being out. So the offensive line is low banged. I expect Nick Bosa to get to them, but it's it's just it's tough. It's tough to back Kyle Shanahan as a favorite. I think he's nineteen twenty eight one. That's forty percent as a favorite. As an underdog, he's twenty six eighteen. That's almost sixty sixty percent as an underdog. So I think the Dolphins are going to be able to score. But I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with this one right now. <laughs> and, and one of the other uh, aspects to it is you mentioned the Kyle Shanahan factor as a favorite. He hasn't been great. I was looking at some numbers for Tua as an underdog, and he's been very profitable in that sort of spot. Has he been playing long enough for you to look at that as a legitimate trend? Um, I, I think he has, especially when you, when you put it up against Kyle Shanahan. I just think there's there's some matchup issues in terms of the, the 49ers defense going going against the Dolphins with Armstead's injury. I think that's that's what was getting me. Um, but you know, I wasn't haven't been that impressed with the 49ers. I mean, when you look at last week's game against the Saints, the Saints probably should have covered that game. They were in the red zone about four or five times and got zero points. So I think if that if, like if that scenario would occur with the Dolphins this week. I think Dolphins could win outright, but I, I just I don't like that Armstead injury going up against the San Francisco Four uh, ers defensive line. So I, this is where I'm going to think about a little bit more because I initially like the Dolphins, but I, I feel like this is kind of like a public underdog situation where the Four ers might end up being the right side. All right, before we wrap here, let's get your best play for Sunday. A lot of great games outside of that one. I think it's a really interesting slate. What's your number one play as we sit here on Wednesday? I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I actually gave this out at plus one. Now their favorite against the Atlanta Falcons. You, you saw Kenny Pickett. I mean, he looked really good against that Colts defense on Monday night. And that Colts, Colts defense isn't really anything, isn't a slouch. But when you compare them to the Falcons, I mean, this is a team who is dead last defensively, the dead last in, in, in pass rush um, pressure rate. So they're not going to get any pressure. I mean, they can't stop the run. I mean, this, this Falcons team is still without Kenny Pitt. So it's just I expect the, the the Steelers offense to kind of just be able to do whatever they want offensively. And when you look at Marcus Mariota, he isn't really good under pressure. So I mean, he's not to deal with T.J. Watt. I mean, you saw him throw the interception against 
<laughs> against the Washington Commanders on the last play of the game. Yeah. I just think this, 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 I think this Falcons team is really coming home to earth. I mean, before the season, this was a team that we saw as one of the worst teams in the league. And, you know, they, they, they broke off some wins. They were better than expected. But I think now is the time where they start to falter. Yeah, and those Steelers fans travel, too, so they kind of take a home game with them wherever they go. I like that aspect of it. Raheem Palmer, you can find his work at The Ringer. Subscribe to his podcast, The Ringer Gambling Show, and you can find him on Twitter where he is money at I am Rostradamus. Thanks for the advice, my friend. Best of luck tonight and this week. All right, you have a good one. More in the zone coming your way next. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.